everybody welcome back to collector chatter podcast this is episode four it's crazy that we've been up through four episodes charlie i know it is obviously i'm charlie um and yeah we're we've been great week i'm really excited that people keep enjoying this podcast that we're just going to keep going and we really appreciate all the support um, I'm really excited for this week because we have, I know we're going to talk about it in the episode later, but we have New York Comic-Con coming up. So that means on top of all the great news we're going to be talking about in a few minutes, there's going to be even more news that we're going to get to be talking about for next week. That's probably going to drop mid midweek. So it's going to be exciting. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely an exciting week uh, for us as collectors or anybody who knows about conventions. So like if you saw in the title, this is basically going to be around conventions is kind of our big topic for today. And like Charlie said, this is going to be New York Comic Con specifically is what is dropping this week. Uh, but it's a little different than our usual con. So we're going to get into that, but we're going to start off with news. And like we normally do, we'll do news, we'll do our little segment of pay or pass on some stuff maybe that's dropping and let you guys know if we're going to get it or not. And is it was a pretty crazy day of news and drops. Uh, basically, one of the first things that kind of kicked off the week was something we spoke about in episode three, but it was the actual drop of the Batman uh, actual pops. So they actually came out, I believe it was Monday after our last episode. So I know that process was pretty nutty it was kind of similar to a queue process that we spoke about last week but they basically did the same thing it was queue process through funko shop and this time you were trying to get on and get what like six different pops and sodas yeah. so it was kind of a mix but what was your experience because I, I i want to talk about mine but i yeah. want to see how yours was because i know it's kind of nutty i mean the queue is definitely funky for this compared to when we just were waiting in the queue for the quicksilver funko pop yep. because i don't know i got on it and it kind of in the beginning said oh 15 minutes then it kind of went immediately to five it stayed on five for a long time then i was legitimately on one minute for like 20 minutes <laughs> um which was really frustrating i just thought it was i was not going to get it and it was frozen and then that time I finally did get in. I did get to get some of the items I wanted, but the main yep. die cast one, which I didn't get the first Captain America one around, but I really wanted to get this Batman one because I felt like I missed out. That was already sold out before I even got in there, which I was a little disappointed about. Yeah, um, same thing with me on that. So, I mean, I didn't, if this was my first Funko queue that I ever was a part of, I would have been pretty disappointed, even though, I, I mean, once I got in, I felt like it's still, you know, making the bots, it's kind of deflecting them. So not as many people are just getting them and just grabbing all the items. I mean, I got most yep. of the stuff that I wanted, but it still seemed like I couldn't believe the time that it was telling me it was going to be because it was just completely false. Like I said, yeah. I was on one minute for 20 minutes. So yeah yeah that's what i personally feel like is the worst part about it i don't mind the queue system like you said it seems like it's something that's kind of filtering out bots basically if you haven't tried it what happens is as soon as you click on the link or you go to funko in general it automatically brings you into a queue saying that the site's basically like closed down and you need to wait for a certain amount of time to get in to this event or this drop whatever it is and same thing like with you i was uh right away because both of us we jump in right at the same at the time so we knew this time what time it was actually dropping and then we you know go into it and it's the same thing with me it gave me like a weird time 
And I just don't know if it's a random thing or if they're really like, okay, you clicked on the button first, so you're backed up to this much. Like, I, I believe that maybe some of it is justified in the sense of like, if someone's taking a little longer to check out, maybe that affects your time a little bit. Okay, that's fine. But we're talking about, like Charlie said, you're going from five minutes to 20 to two hours. And then all of a sudden you go lower. And then, like you said, you were at one minute and it was there for like 20 minutes. I was the same thing with about six minutes. Mine sat at six minutes for like, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes. And then I got in. So it was like, what, like, what was that? What's the point of that time? Like, it's almost like you'd rather just be like, you're in line. We'll let you in, you know, whenever you get in. But mine was kind of funny. I was actually in the car. Uh, I, I made my wife drive because we had to go somewhere specifically we had to go into the city so this is where it gets even nuttier and I was like can you drive because I'm gonna try to get this drop and I want to at least get on and you know it shouldn't take too long that's what I kept saying and then as I saw the minutes I'm like timing it because we had to go through the tunnel and I'm like if we get to the tunnel and something oh. happens and I don't have service <laughs> I'm gonna freak out so we get out of the tunnel luckily and it's still counting down or whatever and then like luckily we sat for a while and getting in once you get in it's actually super smooth you get yes. in you're right on the page and you know you can check out pretty quick and the same thing happened with me i was able to get a couple of the you know the batman beyond i got the sodas and i missed out on the diecast as well so i'm assuming you know they only made a certain amount or they only dropped a certain amount and those few people that got in because i saw people who got it and you were limited to two were able to luck you know luckily enough get it but I missed out on that. I don't know if that's how it's going to be going forward. I'm assuming it kind of is because they've done that with big drops, what, twice in a row now. Yep. So, so maybe that's something that we have to look forward, you know, to having to deal with through Funko shop, at least when it comes out to drops, but that was the Batman drop. Hopefully you guys got lucky and got the die cast. I know that they restocked it right afterwards. I think really quick and For like and a minute, went like super fast. It must've put up like and it still has the notify me on there, meaning yes. that it's going to come back in stock. I don't really get why they're doing that, but I mean, maybe to give people more of a chance to get it. But sometimes I, maybe I, I'm indifferent. That's like the day came. I wish I got lucky. And if once it's gone, I feel like it should just be gone. But yeah, I know in the past that's worked in my favor that I've gotten something that I wanted that I didn't. But it's just yeah. kind of now it's like. I now know there's a chance I could get it and it's still going to be probably really hard. So I kind of just wish it was done with. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I like, I like it because it gives us another shot. I think, I think they basically didn't get the allotment that they know they're going to put out because the only reason why I say that is because on the original Funko's Instagram page where they did a live stream a few days back, someone asked a question about old oh, diecast, whatever. And they actually mentioned that it was going to restock. So to make sure you click the notify me, basically meaning that oh, they I were going to be getting more. Yeah, they were, they were saying basically like, we're going to be getting more stock in and once we do it, it'll drop. So it must be something that maybe, because I know there's been issues with shipments and stuff in general, like with yeah, stuff getting that must be, held yeah. up. So I'm assuming they've been, they, maybe they didn't get every single one of them. So, I mean, it spreads it out, but it just means you're probably going to have to get back into this whole thing all over again. And I don't know, I'm hoping it's a lot quicker and hopefully they put out enough of them that we're able to get them because i do like the die cast I, I was able to get the captain america on a restock so i'm kind of hoping that i could do the same thing with the batman uh when it comes to you know a restock but i mean that was one of the big things that kind of started off the week for as far as like drops and news other than that there was a ton of like new stuff that was releasing i know you were super pumped about some of the stuff because a lot yeah. of it was star wars honestly 
And I don't know if you want to get into some of that stuff because I know there was a ton of different drops yeah. or at least pre-orders that were dropping. So the big thing, yes, that I was excited about was they came out with a whole new Mandalorian line. Um, and some of these are ones that I've been waiting for. My number one would definitely be Luke Skywalker and Grogu. I, mm-hmm. I've been upset they haven't made a pop about that. It's now almost been a year. But um, I definitely think that went back to kind of how we talked in the past, the secrecy of the first season of Mandalorian, how there was like no real merchandise for Baby Yoda. They yep. definitely did that with Luke, and now it's finally here. Um, it had that. It had a bunch of Boba Fett pops. Um, mm-hmm. I know we, we were kind of teasing our last episode. One of them was a movie moment, which ha- I was like, what could that be? And then I, yeah. when I saw it. I was like, I can't believe I didn't think of this. At the end of Mandalorian season two, there's a post credit scene of Boba taking over the throne of Tatooine, like the underworld. And that's totally what it is, which I, is now the poster actually for the new show, yeah. um, Book of Boba cool. Fett. So that, I mean, there's just a ton. There's ones with him with his helmet off. There's actually yep. going to be one that is definitely part of this line that we'll, we'll talk into about later. That's going to be a New York Comic-Con exclusive. Um, yes. There's just so many awesome ones. And there was exclusives at some like random places like Entertainment Earth has two exclusives, which I feel like they do get exclusives all the time, but they're normally not part of like a main line like this. So that I yeah. was a little surprised by i mean they even walmart has an ex- exclusive they even came out with some they're not the pop pins um they look like the pops but normally the pop pins that we've been talking about recently they're much bigger they came out with like yeah. small just like normal size pins they came out with the set that's yeah, a just like exclusive. enamel pin or something yeah, yeah they, just they came out with a there. lounge not to get into that but that's so they came with a lounge fly coin purse like they just dropped like a <laughs> bunch of new mandalorian swag which is yeah. pretty cool and i was excited and i i mean i definitely want these yeah, it, it was sick. I mean, I was going to say the same thing for me. It's definitely one of those past drops and or not past drops, so pay drops, honestly, in my in the sense of like so many of them were sick. It's just a weird one, though, because it's like you said, it's been a year. It's like, why are they dropping them now? A lot of them were heavy Boba Fett. So maybe because it's kind of getting you ready for the Boba yes. Fett show. So I'm, I'm assuming that's what it is. I know one of the Entertainment Earths was one of those like glow in the dark, like holographic looking uh, Mandalorians that was one that is is on pre-orders that looks pretty sick because those usually glow pretty cool uh, but yeah it was a it was a crazy drop in the sense of we spoke about it before because we we saw someone post text basically saying like these were the names and we were just trying to figure out what they're going to look like so they finally came out the glam shots and the pre-orders actually came out and then one of them where we spoke about was Grogu with the with like the force thing and we were trying yeah, to figure out what which that was, was awesome and it seems like it's like a lights and sounds kind of a thing. So very similar to like Darth Vader that they have already. So we we thought it could be something like that, but it seems pretty cool. It's like that moment when he's standing on like the or sitting on the rock. And then another so one they came cool. out with too was Cobb Vanth, who he's in the first episode of season two of The Mandalorian. And what's pretty cool about this one, I know we've talked about in the past, it's Chase Pop. They yes. seem to be doing a lot of Star Wars chases now. Most of the time it's a character that wears a helmet and yep. it's off. off. And off. Yeah. Um to me, the the chase is much better of the two this time because if you're not a big star, like I'm a huge Star Wars fan. If I see the pop, I'm gonna know it's Cobb Vanth, but the average person is just gonna think it's another Boba Fett pop. I kind of yeah. wish that was the chase and the common was the one with the his helmet off, so you know who the character is. That's gonna yeah. be one that I feel like I, I really do want to get just because it is unique. Yeah, that's true. If you don't because he's got the outfit on, so if you don't yeah. know the show or you don't know who he was. 
And then there was also, in terms of Star Wars, I believe this this was something that dropped was a bunch of figures. So George Lucas, I know, is getting oh yeah finally his own. And I know you were super hyped about that. Uh, so they they kind of I don't know who they were through the actual it's company funny. that's making them, but so there was that, a few figures. They yeah, that they came out with uh, like Mick said. Uh, a George Lucas action figure, which is part of the Black series, which Hasbro makes. It's kind of the yeah, most popular yeah. Star Wars action figure out there. And he's dressed up as a stormtrooper, which is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely really want that. I, I did miss the pre-order. It sold out like in seconds, but yeah. it wasn't exclusive anywhere. Amazon had it. Um, Hasbro's main website had it. I think GameStop, a few others. But it, it's really, really cool. And then they also, Target's been having their like geek out thing every Friday. Yep. They had came out with a bunch of Star Wars action figures, which I also thought were really cool. I like when they make like totally obscure figures for stuff for like, this was definitely dropped for massive fans. They came out with the Boba Fett, R2-D2 and C-3PO from the Droids cartoon, which is like super 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 old it's not even actually considered canon it was really hard to come by i actually had the vhs's when i was a kid but it just recently dropped on disney plus which is kind of cool and so it was cool to see i actually that's probably i know we'll want to talk about grills one time during an episode but that's probably my most wanted funko pop is this boba fett from this show it's like that one's worth a ton of money yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, we're definitely gonna we're gonna have an episode on grails and you know things that we want or what makes a grail and that kind of thing. But we'll definitely get into that. Yeah, there was a, there was a ton of drops in terms of like Star Wars stuff. I know for sure, but there was also a bunch of Marvel news as well. Uh, I don't know if you saw. So, do you get the Marvel Collector Core boxes? Yes, I Amazon. Do. I do. Okay, so. I don't anymore. I I used to. Uh, I actually used to get it before Amazon even like took it over when it was like through its main site. Uh, I also used to get the DC ones and then they kind of just discontinued the DC ones and stopped making them. And Marvel took over these. So it's a uh, bi-monthly, right? It's every other month, I believe. Or is it every, yeah, every other month you get a Marvel box, usually a t-shirt in there. Usually get, it was like one, one to two pops. Now it's usually always two pops. You get pins, stickers, that kind of stuff. So I know the Shang-Chi one is one of the newest ones. And I know they, they dropped some pictures to kind of show off some of those. If you were okay with spoilers, you're able to see, you know, the two pops that they dropped there. And then they announced Eternals as being like the next one that they're going to be doing. So I did see that. The only thing that's going on with those boxes in me is, like I said, I used to get them all the time. Didn't have an issue with them, but I used to get, uh, t-shirt so if you guys don't know me on my pop mix page i've spoke about this before but i i lost a lot of weight so i used to be uh extra large for a long time and you have to have a specific size because they send you a t-shirt so i wanted to go in and change it because i'm a large and they don't let you change it like you can't update it you can't change it crazy so you have to cancel the box and then just go back in and repurchase the box essentially right so i tried to do it on the um the captain america box the one that had the Captain America yeah, shirt with like four of him. The year of the shield. The year of the shield one. Yeah. So that's when I wanted. I was like, you know, this is super cool. I definitely want that shirt because I like Funko shirts. I was like, I definitely want that shirt, but I don't want it to be too big. So I looked at the looked at the process. I had to cancel it. And then when I went to go back in to purchase, they didn't have large. 
and they didn't have anything except for like a small or something or a triple X, something crazy. And then they, then they sold out everything. So then I wasn't even able to get in. Now I'm just like, I don't even want the box anymore. Now I'm just bad. And cause technically I guess they restock. You can go back in every month and kind of, there's some probably available because people, yeah, I'm sure people cancel or whatever it yep. is, but for a while they didn't, they didn't have the specific sizes. So I don't know why they do that. It's kind of absurd. I feel like they could definitely make enough of all the different sizes, or you should be able to change the size. That was, that was nuts, but that's, that's my little spiel on the collector core stuff. But, <laughs> but I know that was something I wanted to say just because I know if you guys do collect it, it is a new box. Eternals obviously is a new movie that's going to be coming out through Marvel. So I'm sure that's going to be one that's going to have a billion different pops. I'm sure. Cause there's a lot of different characters. There's so many. It, it, you, you I, already I'm got not going to get into all those. I don't think, you know, it's not worth it. And, but it also gets me to thinking for someone who still gets that box. Sometimes they're amazing. And sometimes they're just a little bit of a letdown. Like, I don't even know what the special pop could be in the Eternals box because that line legitimately has like 20 different pops, I think. Yeah. And like, I did see the Shang-Chi spoilers and the pops look really cool, but I feel like it shouldn't. It's a one of them is a Shang Chi pop. They in the main yeah. line. There's already like three of them. There could have and picked it's not anything special. Yeah, it's, it's not even like crazy or anything. Yeah, the, it, I still haven't seen the movie, which is killing me. But like, yeah, the, what either. what the I I looked at it more. What the pop is is him actually having the the ten rings, like the rings, okay. which that's like the only difference between that and like basically one of the common ones you can get of him. And it's just yeah. like that to me. It was like a lazy one they could have like sometimes they're so cool and like they're so random like i felt like this was cool i got this in a box it isn't something i would just get so i yeah. am a little disappointed with that yeah i think overall the last few boxes have been very disappointing in the sense of like it's an exclusive so you know it's it's you know it has its own stickers as marvel collector core sticker on it and if like I feel like it should be something super, super like very different or a crazy variant, different mold or a character, like you said, that you don't normally get in the standard line of that. And I feel like they've just been kind of just making two extra characters or two extra yeah. versions just to add to the line and then throw a sticker on it. <laughs> like some of the old ones, like one of the old Captain America. I don't even know which the actual, I think it was like, it's one of the Avengers ones, but it's where he's holding the shield and the hammer. Yes. That's a Marvel collectible. And that has value. Like that thing is worth money. I love, I have that thing and it's sick. Like that was cool. And I feel like now, like you said, it's just like extra pop. So, so I'm not as disappointed that I don't have the box. Uh, it was cool because I liked getting the t-shirts and all the extra yeah. stuff, but you know, that was something that dropped as far as Marvel sticking with Marvel this one was a big one for you. I know the target, I didn't go after them because I, it's to me, it's just like something I don't really love. So I didn't want to build my collection for no reason, just to get extra pops, but target did drop the animated line. So I know you got a bunch of those. So, or did you get all of them? I believe you did, right? Yeah, that was a really cool line. So one that I, that to me is like a special thing. It's the animated series. I grew up watching that. It had all the main characters um, and it had Spider-Man. It had Hobgoblin. It, it just looked, they, they just looked really cool to me. I was really excited, though. I will say, I know we talked about this, you know, on our own time was they were really lazy with the boxes. It just says Marvel. I don't understand why it doesn't say Spider-Man, the animated series. Perfect example. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what they did with the Batman ones for the animated series. To me, it's yep. they're a perfect like they should be tick for tack. Like it's exactly the same type of drop, in my opinion. It should have said that. So I'm a little 
disappointed with that. There's been something going on with the Marvels, even that one of the new pops that just came out with the Taskmaster, which is part of the year of the shield for Amazon, that doesn't even have the sticker on it, which a lot of people are complaining about, which it's supposed to, it's part of the series and it doesn't have the sticker. So I don't know. I like the whole, they're not putting, I don't know what's going on with the Marvel stuff. Yeah, it it is a little weird because like you said, the boxes are pretty plain. Like if it's a very specific, like I know they do it when the, like a movie, if it's for Age of Ultron or if it's for Winter Soldier, like you'll yeah. see that on the top, even if it'll say Pop Marvel or something maybe, but it changes it up. These were pretty, pretty plain. I just, I did try to go on. I tried to get, speaking of t-shirts, I did try to get, there was a t-shirt bundle of the, of the Hobgoblin and it was a glow-in-the-dark pop. The pop looks super cool, uh, but that one sold out pretty fast. I actually was a little late to get into the drop, so I missed out on that. I think all those went fastest the yeah, regular pops was, are kind of yeah they're yeah, still they there kind of you get them which it, oh, okay. i guess it's showing it's not i think the spider-man one sold out and yeah the hobgoblin mm-hmm. and then there was two others definitely not as maybe three others as popular characters and they're kind of chilling there they're female characters yeah. which is unfortunate i guess people don't want to get those pops but yeah i, mean, the, I don't know it the or... madam spider one is pretty cool and she is gonna I just know as a huge fan, she's going to become a huge character, I think, in the Spider-Man movies going forward. I kind of feel that may be one of the reasons they made this line. I think some of these characters that were in the animated series are going to start making some big moves in the movies. I always feel like it's something's calculated why they're bringing some of these pops out out of obscurity. I could that could just be in my head, but I do. I do think there's a reason they made these. Yeah, I think I think that's usually like something to look out for also because they when it comes to finding pops and values changing and stuff a lot of times they correlate with the movies so one of the big things that like a tip i guess we could say to you guys is if you see a movie that's going to be coming out and a character's maybe rumored to be in it or whatever and they already have that pop go and grab it now because it's going to spike in value it's going to be harder to find and that's usually especially with marvel i feel like that's like the big the big one where like if you don't have it already, like, and it's going to be a pretty big character in like a future movie or something like that, like definitely go after it. But in your, and like what you're saying is basically if they don't have a pop of that and you see one drop, it's probably because, you know, I mean, it probably wouldn't be out of just nowhere, you know? Yeah. There's, there's definitely a reason. A reason. So I'm sure it's that's funny. Why. Speaking of um, that, even I just have a real quick story. I just want to share because you made me think of it. I know um, the Cara Dune character in Mandalorian, played by Gina Carano. I never mm-hmm. had any of her pops. Um, she got fired last year yeah. from the show. Uh, the moment that happened, I went on to Amazon and ordered her pop for like eight ninety nine. Legitimately at midnight, you couldn't get that thing anywhere, and now the value yep. in that has skyrocketed. Yep, so that yep. that is like a good, you know, just collector tip. That stuff like that too will definitely raise the value of. Um, any figure, any collectible. Yep. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy how that happens. Like, like if it's it, whether it makes it harder to get or if it's just more expensive or people are just gonna want to you know sell it off. So like, always be on the lookout for you know things like that. Whether people are not no longer part of a character or if it's gonna be a new character and the old pop was sitting around for a while and no one cared about it. Now that a new one's gonna come out or something, it usually affects that that older one as far as like value goes, or even just not even just value. It might just be harder to get. Maybe people hold on to it longer. Don't want to get rid of it and that kind of thing as well. In terms of, um, you know, how you can get it if you really want it. Um, and 
uh oh Ultron. So what if the yes. what if pop as well? That was that was the last thing I had because I know there was a lot of Marvel stuff, and that was one. So when that dropped, it was before I actually watched the episode. I did end up watching the episode, so it's obviously a sick character that they did. But if you guys haven't watched What If, obviously definitely watch it. I think there's one episode left, right? Is one, it nine? Yep, one more. Supposed to be? Yeah. Yep. So the so on episode eight, obviously Ultron was the big the big character reveal on that one, and they dropped that pop. I believe that was is that an exclusive? Was that Amazon or no? Was that that a, was just a comic okay. anywhere. Okay. And I love how they're. They handled that show's drops of pops really well. They came out after the episode aired. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. they got you excited in the beginning with a few of the characters, but I thought the, that line would have been done. I do think the line's a little too big, but after yeah. each episode, because <laughs> each episode's they're kind of like standalone movies in their own right. So mm-hmm. they were, you know, dropping different characters after each episode. So I thought that's been pretty cool. I wish they did that with more of the. I guess now I can say Disney plus shows since there's so many that yeah. they're coming out with so many pops that they kind of did stagger them like that. Yeah. I like the way there was, cause we've talked about Marvel uh, pop drops in general yeah. because of, you know, spoilers and things like that. And then this one was good because it's, it's they're dropping, but they're dropping it instantly. Like the episode comes out. Okay. One person maybe seen it. All right. We're going to throw it out there. And if you didn't see it, now you're going to know what's going on, but at least they're waiting to the, to the actual episode drops, et cetera. So it's cool. It's definitely something that, you know, it fits. It, I think it's better than the reason why the line I think is so big is because we talked about the Marvel zombie, the zombie part of what if yep. obviously they came out with a huge line just for that. So I think a little bit of each episode would have been fine. And I think this is a really cool one. Them just kind of maybe even dropping one or two of each episode probably would have been perfectly fine. Cause that still gives you a pretty big set for for the show but now it kind of makes you think like what's going to happen in the next episode and is there going to be like another drop or something special i feel like the last if i was to make a prediction there will be one more in this um series and it'll be the watcher there isn't one yeah there isn't isn't one that's funny you said that i was actually thinking about that while i was watching while i was watching (laughs) while i was watching episode eight where i knew the old john already was a pop so when i saw that i was like oh this is cool and as there's a scene obviously with the two of them and i'm sitting there and i'm like wow they don't actually have the watcher so there's got to be yeah there i would assume there would be one maybe that'll be a con maybe that's one of the con ones that would be sick I, you know what and perfect timing yep I, i'm gonna if go it, with you right drops, on that. that would be perfect yeah. i'm gonna give so, you a win on so that. i didn't one. think about that till right now that, yeah. that <laughs> if that happens that would be awesome so I just think it's perfectly timed if that's the case. And it just seems like he's been since episode one. He's so the most important like character. That should series. have been already done. Exactly. And to make it a special pop that it's a con one because he is so important to the series. That would be even better. Yeah. Make it exclusive, even like a low piece count or something like that. That would be even cooler. Uh, we're we're going to obviously get into that con conversation, but there was one other thing. Did you have anything? specific well i have a couple uh, well another big drops, one too but... which i know we kind of hinted at last week but the ghostbusters afterlife yeah that was one. that was like a huge huge line um they came out with a million of the puff the mini puff guys yeah uh, they and... actually showed them now they see glam shots of the boxes i think there was even pre-orders yeah and i mean they had legitimately exclusive to any place you can think of. I mean, I know we yeah. said this before, but it's official. Baskin Robbins has one. 7-Eleven has one. 7-Eleven yeah. sometimes randomly has exclusive. Yeah, they'll have for some. WWE, I feel like, which is random. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've never, I don't have any 
Funko Pops from 7-Eleven. Um, yeah, I don't think I do either. I feel like that, and I feel like that and the Baskin Robin ones are probably going to be pretty hard. Like, do you think going to having a, an exclusive at a store like that makes them easy to get or really hard? I I think it makes it harder. Only, okay, only, me too. I guess it depends on where you are too, because like for instance, you said. 7-Eleven gets a lot of wrestling ones and that's usually the WWE ones. And like, there's very exclusive ones that are usually only a 7-Eleven, which is super weird, but they dropped one somewhat recently. Probably one of their last big drops was, I can't remember exactly who it was, but it was, might've been like the rock or it was somebody. And it was through 7-Eleven and I saw pictures and people would walk into 7-Eleven and 7-Eleven had a table set up with just like a ton of them and every 7-Eleven I went to didn't have anything. Or I've never personally seen a Funko Pop in a physical 7-Eleven store here. <laughs> Me either. And I don't know if that's just a New Jersey Metro type of thing that they just don't carry them. Maybe because they think people are going to steal. I don't know what it is, but I've seen other people down south and other states that like their 7-Elevens have a ton of them. So that's why I think it's harder because not everyone is going to have it. And I don't think there's a way to get it like online. There's not like a 7-Eleven store that I know of that you can order it from. Yeah. So, uh, so I don't think, so yeah, I mean, I think it makes it a little tougher, but, but that was a cool one. I, I did have that one right now just because we spoke about it because we knew that it was going to drop, but now it's like official. We see the glam shots. They look pretty cool. The movie's going to be awesome. I'm very excited for it. A ton of them are the mini puffs, but they did drop some of the characters, some of the kids and some of the people from the movie. They also have a pop ride. And you saw that one. Yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. The kid sitting inside of it. So that's pretty cool. So those are definitely some awesome drops. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to miss this, but this is also something that was super cool. That was announced was the pop album deluxe line. Yes. So I, I know, I don't know if we've mentioned, I think I mentioned it at some point talking about something, but I talked about the pop albums. And so as of right now, I have, I'm looking at them right now. There's nine. I think there's only nine out. There might be a 10th one, but I have all nine of those. The pop albums, I love them. They're super cool. When they first dropped, they don't have an album or anything like that. It's just the pop looking like the album cover and then a picture in the backdrop. It's a pretty big size, so it's hard to display if you don't have the room, but they're cool because you can actually mount them on the wall if you do have wall space. Right now, I just have them kind of stacked up. Uh, but they just recently released, or at least they're, they're going to release three and they're calling it a pop albums deluxe line. It still seems like it's kind of continuation off of the pop albums line. Like the numbers are like a bigger numbers continuing from there, but it's like a double. It's huge. It's 28 inches wide. I think is what I was yeah, seeing. It's even higher. So it's even bigger. I was thinking it was going to be the same size, like maybe doubled, but it seems like it's a lot more than double the size of the other pop albums. It's cool because you have a picture of an actual vinyl record. It's not real, but you have a picture of a vinyl record. You have the album on the side, and then you have all the pop figures. Uh, Metallica, Queen, and Adores were the ones announced, and it seems like now it's more based off of a band because you're going to get four figures of a band members versus the regular pop albums. You know, we have Biggie, Lil Wayne. We have ones that are just solo artists. And some were bands, but it was only one pop based off of the picture of the of the album art so this was pretty cool i know we talked about it for a little while um you don't really you know go after too many of those i usually do but i told you i wasn't because it's just way too big i mean if you guys haven't seen it take a look it's pop albums deluxe they look really cool but they're huge and you gotta have we've talked about displays last week and like how you're gonna display things this just takes it to a whole new level because you can't really fit it on a shelf. And if you do, your shelf has to be like enormous or 
you're going to mount it on the wall, which would be super cool. If maybe you don't have pops and you're getting into them and you like music, these might be an awesome set to get just so that you can have those up on a nice wall. If you don't have to worry about all this that's other stuff exactly that we have going on, what I was going to say like to me, so that's, this that's is, what I would say. Yeah. These are made for even, yeah, just music fans who maybe not even collect anything at all. Like you're a queen fan and you, you know, have all of their album. I mean, a lot of people mm-hmm. collect vinyls and maybe you have some of them hung up on the wall. This would look really cool to go along with those collections. Uh, but like Mick said, I mean, I, they're really cool. I haven't collected any of them. They haven't, there hasn't been one that like I needed to get. Um, if they came yeah. out with like a Beatle, I had said like, if they come up with a Beatles one. I'm a huge Beatles fan. I probably will want that. Like, I really do like all the bands that they just did announce these deluxes for, but not enough to get them because they're, like you said, they're just so big. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be the trouble with, and they're, they're at a $50 price point. Yeah, so, they're, they're I mean, it's a, a bit, you're getting, you're getting four pops. You're getting a, a lot bigger display. So I, I, I get why it's at that price point, but you got to really love that band or really, you know, one, you got to have the room for it, but you do got to love that band. And, and like you said, if it's, if you're not a Funko collector, you're just a music lover of whatever that band is, it's a perfect piece for you because it kind of, brings you away from just the standard vinyl now you got something that you can display it's definitely a display piece you just got to have the room for it and be willing to you know be able to put it up there uh but last thing i had was so this was just a quick uh news uh, it's like a rumor thing so this was something that dropped funko ween was basically what was that back in like june or something i think is when they kind of announced like yeah what was going to be coming out for funko ween stuff and i feel like they've kind of maybe dropped a couple things here and there, but the rumor is that the Funko Ween sodas are going to be dropping this week. Oh, wow. And it's potentially, this is like a rumor, but it's potentially Wednesday or Friday. So normally the big drops on Funko shop are Wednesdays and Fridays. So Wednesday or Friday, potentially, obviously it's, it's October. It would make sense that it should, if not, it would be next week, but they should be dropping. And there's a Freddy vampire Freddy, which looks so sick. Then they have the three cereal ad icons. So Count Chocula, Blueberry, and Fruit Brute, which those sodas right now do exist. And the chases of them are ridiculously expensive and super hard to find. But these are going to be metallic versions of the three of them. So they're all Funko Shop exclusives. So it's going to be one of those nutty drops where you see it, hopefully get on. And with sodas, I feel like when sodas drop on Funko Shop, it's so hard to like, get them like right away so i'm gonna go after these for sure but i don't know i know you're getting into sodas i don't know if you've seen them or i've seen them out of something that catches your eye out of that entire collection the one that i will tr- i probably only want one and that's probably the freddy vampire one that's yeah, pretty cool that one is so cool. they've even made that the logo now on all of their social media like it's yep. it looks really cool yeah i think that's kind of why this like rumors coming out that that's will potentially be dropping so it makes sense that it should be dropping i just i'm just like worried because it's so hard to get these things especially now it's going to be that queue system i'm sure and i guess we'll and see some people are hard freddy funko collectors like yep. that's all some people collect and they need to get i feel like that's going to be pretty hard to get and i also yeah, feel like that'll my... be a small number like a limited yeah people. i don't know well they all have piece counts yeah and they are pretty limited I don't know exactly. I can't remember off the top of my head the actual number, but it is somewhat low. It's not like insanely low, but it is a lower piece count in general. They uh, New York City Comic Con 
Freddy that dropped last year, I believe, is very expensive, the soda. And the, the actual chase of it is super limited. And it's like insanely expensive, like in the hundreds, almost $1,000 just for that chase. So like you said, Freddy, hardcore Freddy fans are probably going to be all after this, um, that soda. So maybe people will go on and just go after that soda and not even the other ones and then go on after. So, I mean, I'm hoping I can get some of them, but that kind of, you know, veers us now towards uh, conventions in general that we were talking about. So obviously New York City Comic-Con is going to be this week. So it is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? This, yep. this Thursday, which is the 7th, I believe. Uh, this is the fall convention, essentially. So if you guys don't know, uh, Funko is always a part of these big conventions, San Diego Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con. Those are the two biggest, I would say, probably Emerald yep. City would be next in line. And then they do WonderCon and a couple other ones. Uh, but the big, big ones that everyone usually knows about is New York and San Diego. It's probably like the two biggest uh, as terms of just conventions in general, not even just Funko related. But I've never been to a convention. So I know you have. I know like you're a huge fan of a ton of these different, you know, big fandoms yeah. and Star Wars and things like that. So I'm sure that's also drawn you towards that even not Funko related. So I wanted to kind of talk about in this episode conventions and in terms of like, what's your, your experience with conventions? Like, how do you feel about them? I know what a convention was years ago is completely different to what it is now because of obviously this enormous pandemic that we had to go through and we'll touch upon what happened with the switch into virtual conventions specifically for Funko, but just cons in general, yeah. like what's, what's your outlook? Like you've been, I'm assuming it's almost, I think you said all of them, except for obviously last year was completely. Yeah. Canceled, yeah. So but. I've been going to New York comic-con for as long as I can remember. I, something I look forward to every year. Like I said, I've been going to them regardless of my fandom of Funko. Like I just, mm -hmm. I'm a huge genre fan. So television movies and it's just awesome that, I mean, just take the train right there. I mean, I've worked in New York city, so it was just, I had to go to it. Um, and even I used to work for sci-fi network actually. So we would be there. So that was another reason not, I wouldn't be just going for work, but I just always had access nice. whether it was from work or on my own personal time, but it's just a lot of fun. And, you know, a big part of it is the panels where you have, you know, big movies, you know, TV shows, there's a bunch of comic artists there and whatnot, but then there's it's collectibles are all over. I mean, it's in the Javits Center in New York City for mm -hmm. anyone who's not familiar. I mean, it's a, that's a ginormous, you know, space and it's filled from head to toe with booths. And if you're a Funko fan, you're going to find a lot of stuff you want there, whether I mean, even some of these small um, comic shops, they go there and they have stands yep. there, even, you know, websites that we, you know, maybe buying some of our Funkos from, they end up going there and they, you know. They pack all their stuff up there. They, you know, bring a lot of things and they kind of set it up there. You're going to find a lot of rare pops, but you're going to be ultimately nothing. There is a good deal. <laughs> they normally <laughs> do try. They upcharge you a lot of times, even more than what some of them may be worth. So mm -hmm. I've never dabbled in kind of getting pops from those booths. Funko is actually always there too. And I can explain that to everyone who hasn't been a part of it is it's actually a nightmare you need to win a lottery just to have a chance to wait in line and to win that is extremely hard and funko has just gotten more and more popular over the years in the beginning i normally go with my cousin he's also a huge funko fan we would be able to get some of the pops because they didn't used to do 
the lottery. You would just wait mm-hmm. in line. And some days we would just, he more than not, he really enjoys just like camping out and waiting in the lines. And <laughs> either I did it with him sometimes, or if he was like, dude, I don't like any of the panels. I'm going to weigh in this line. And we have been able to get some of the exclusives with the New York comic-con sticker. But nice. now with Funko's popularity becoming, you know, bigger than ever. I mean, they're definitely the fastest growing collectible company in the world. There are people who are getting these pops who happen to win the lottery. And then they legitimately go right outside the line and start upcharging people, you know, out the wazoo for these things. Mm -hmm. And they're definitely, they're just scalpers. You deal with a lot. And I know we talked about this in the past. It's not fans buying them or getting them for their, you know, you know, getting an extra and then trying to, you know, make a little bit of money up. These are people trying to screw over people there. And that's like one thing I yeah, don't make like a about, buck. About they know the they're make it. And what's even more hard. And I don't like that Funko allows this, but you know, at the end of the day, they can probably only control as much as possible. People who are working those booths that I'm telling you, who are selling all these pops, they will get the pops from the Funko stand and then go put them on their, um, resell them. and resell them for like, just ridiculous amounts of money. And they know some people are, you know, a lot of we're fortunate enough to like, I me, like I said, I've gone all the time. Like it's where I basically live, but people travel all over, you know, the country and some people even come internationally at this con. So for some people, this is a big, you know, something they've saved up for, you know, the whole year to go to this con, they will, you know, just pay whatever because they want to get this pop. But for me, it just becomes so unpleasant. It's not fun anymore. And the odds of you getting any of them are slim to none. If you don't win the lottery, they then will like open up at like the last day of the calm, what's ever left, but it's normally slim pickings, probably the mm-hmm. ones that have a very small fandom that they made that nobody wants. So yeah. it's that once again, going to the cons are so much fun, but the whole Funko experience there, it, it, it's rather frustrating if you don't win the lottery. Yeah. So, yeah, it's see, I've always wanted to go to one. I know, I know a few years back before even getting into Funko, I, I, I wanted to go in, you know, potentially try to get to New York Comic Con. And I know it was even trying to get tickets was pretty tough. If I'm, you know, not mistaken, yep. like, you know, having to be able to get it for a specific way and you only get it i don't know it was it was confusing to me like to even I, you can't just go on and just buy it you have to whatever, like so. the, the the company that runs it you have to verify like with them all your information to mm-hmm. have a chance to buy the tickets and if you forget to do that you're you're, you're screwed and yeah. another crazy thing i mean san diego comic-con has been like the pinnacle of the cons forever obviously it's in california so a lot of the mega celebrities do go there yep. um but new york comic-con has actually surpassed San Diego Comic Con in attendance, so it, it's huge. Oh, okay. It's become yeah. when I first started going, it didn't feel that way at all. Quite frankly, now it's I think about before the pandemic, the amount of people that I would be like claustrophobia city next to standing yeah. to try to get through. It's like crazy. Like I know this year it's very limited. Funko's actually not. They pulled out of it. They're not going. I'm not yep. going because I just personally don't feel safe going there yet. Hopefully next year we both can go together. But yeah. just, I just I think this year it's it's not going to be all that great. Yeah, I was going to say. So I know, like you said before, Java Center, if you guys are from this area or if you've been to New York Comic Con, Java Center is enormous. I, I know that and I've seen it and been there. I know they do car shows and things like that in there. So I can just imagine. But I, I just all I've heard about is that 
even though it's that big, you're still like just surrounded by people and it's just yeah. that packed and it's for four days and every day is just as crazy because they, they obviously know what they're doing. They're smart enough to spread out, you know, certain panels, certain people that are giving autographs and all that kind of stuff. So they're going to like make sure you're going to want to go every day, I'm sure. And Funko is just a whole nother aspect of it because that already has its crazy chaotic fan base i'm sure mixing that up with other people who are comic book fans or whatever it may be that it just kind of gets a little nutty so i've never been to it but i know you mentioned obviously this year nycc is going on so for those of you that don't know you know last year obviously during the pandemic pretty much all the conventions kind of were not open you know that nothing was going on with big crowds especially here in the new york area and this year every convention up until now i believe because san diego was yep. also canceled again in person uh new york was the first one to kind of say like that they were going to open but funko specifically backed out in the sense of not having their booth or having their like presence there so when it comes to you know us as collectors and mostly being funko collectors for us when it comes to conventions, getting Funko Pops is like the big thing for us, because obviously as a convention, you're going to get limited uh, certain exclusives that are going to come out only for that convention. Now, if you haven't gotten or you're just starting to collect, you know, and you don't know much about this, it's pretty crazy. Now, I never went to an actual convention, but I have dealt with the virtual conventions. So virtual conventions is something that Funko started last year because of the pandemic and because they weren't allowed to actually have a physical you know, convention going on, but they still wanted to drop these exclusives. So what Funko did is they basically announced, you know, okay, San Diego Comic-Con summer convention. This is what the pops are going to be. This is who's going to be a retailer to sell them. And it's going to come out this day, whatever. And then what Funko decided to do is they did a lottery system, which I'm sure is kind of similar to like what you said that they're doing there. So they do exactly. Okay. So they do a lottery system that you have to be an authenticated Funko user with an account and randomly don't know how it works, but randomly they decide to choose you or not choose you. And then they tell you, Hey, you're, you have an ability to go on the day of the convention and buy these pops, whatever ones you want. And then they give you time slots. I think I've never actually won a con lottery. I won the fun con lottery. I know that you did too as well, uh, which was a little different. It wasn't like this kind of a big, you know, San Diego or New York or anything like that. Uh, but basically they give you a time slot. You can go in, you buy whatever you want. And then the next day, the retail stores decide to drop all their stuff through their websites and their stores. And then Funko, whatever's left over, is open to the public if you didn't win this lottery. So that's essentially like kind of the, the backstory on how virtual con works, right? Now, you being in an actual con and dealing with people and dealing with still kind of a lottery system or maybe getting pops, not getting pops, whatever, seeing the growth of conventions in general, because like you said, I'm sure it was easier exactly. five years ago compared to three years ago. And then now seeing the virtual cons and the way that like whole things goes, I want to see your aspect of it. Like, what do you think is better? It was not because I only really know the virtual cons. I think they're a pain in the butt, but that's all I know. So you've been to yep. them. So like, is it harder? Is it easier? Like, It's funny is 
I agree with you. They're a pain in the butt. It's actually, you have a better chance, in my opinion, of getting them because while the lotteries are the same, you need to be selected. At least you then, I feel like, have a shot of getting the pops. You in the actual con, the winning the lottery only gives you the right to wait in line to then hopefully once you get to the your turn to check out, they even have anything you want. And it's yeah. another thing I didn't mention before is they a lot a certain amount every for every day. So let's say they had this one pop that's the most popular one. They're not they're going to give you a chance to get it every day. It's not all going to sell on the first day, but it's the same limited amount. So that's probably the first one that's going to go, for example. Like I can just imagine yeah. like that die cast one probably wouldn't have been one of the first ones to sell out in the actual con. And then mm-hmm. you're, you know, out of luck and you're kind of once you you'd have to make your entire day only waiting in the Funko line, I guess, to make yeah. a long story short, which I used to struggle as like a huge Funko fan. Like I kind of, I was saying earlier, my cousin would wait. That isn't the only reason I wanted to go. Like I love going to the panels and like listening to the talent or the directors and whatnot. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes we're like, I'm not going to waste my entire day just waiting in line for a chance to get something where I feel like if I won the lottery for the virtual cons, I have a much better opportunity of getting at least something that I want. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. I mean, I think I would have struggled with the same thing because going like I would want to see if I could see, you know, certain talent and celebrities and and drops that they're going to talk about in movies and things like that. But also being a Funko fan, like obviously I would love to be like, all right, well, I would like to get a specific one. Like if it, if I knew there was something dropping that I really wanted, but I guess that makes it a little easier where we have to sit here and like just hope that we get the lottery and then if we do, we can we can go on and and it seems like it wasn't the, it wasn't like the same as these queue processes. Basically, you just go on the day of the drop and you just get in and wait for it to load. Sometimes it takes a little while and then everything is there and you got to just click, click, click and check out. That's essentially how it's been. Uh, and I haven't won any of the lotteries for the virtual cons, but even on the second day, I've been pretty successful. Like they still have had what I needed. Yeah. I was able to check out quick. The process of actually checking out is you pretty fast. And they're pretty good with if something sells out, it'll just drop out of your cart. And then you just, you know, continue on with whatever you're able to get. But this con is a little different though. So even though it, we've been doing this virtual con thing now for a little while now, it seems because, you know, it's been almost two years of us having to deal with, you know, not being able to physically go somewhere because Funko's not going to be there. They're doing the virtual con again for this year's NYCC. However, we're still, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that they talked about reveal wise, but this one's very different than the past summer convention for San Diego comic-con that just recently dropped virtual the WonderCon before that Emerald city before that. So with this one, normally we would get drops a couple weeks out. You get your, your lottery winning at least a week out. Yeah. Like, and then they would tell you that the next week you're this day at this time, none of that happened this time. Now we spoke about this offline, basically saying that we think it's because of the whole them pulling out of, of the actual physical con. So I think probably what was happening was they were really thinking about it. Like, is this smart for us to do? Are we going to go to this convention or are we not? And if they were going to go to the convention, they were probably going to go back to getting into like, drops at the actual con not doing virtual whatever 
And then like about a month ago or so, like you said, they, they dropped out and that probably threw a whole wrench into like their system and thinking like, okay, we're going to go back to the virtual and it kind of delayed everything. That's what we both basically agreed is probably what's happening, but I don't know. I think that, I mean, it just makes the most sense that that's why, because it's, we're at, it's October. We're filming right now, October 3rd. Okay. You guys are going to hear this October 4th on Monday and the drop or the drops, the actual things are supposed to come out on the 7th, which is Thursday. And we have no idea besides what we're going to talk about four reveals that were given. We have no idea what else is dropping. There's no lottery system given out to any of us yet. So we have no idea what's going to go on. Like, what are your thoughts with that? Because this, it's yeah. very different. I think it's wild. And the only thing I'm just thinking about this right now on the spot is I wonder if Funko's thinking, you know what? Maybe we don't need to align with New York Comic Con this year. We're just going to do like, we're going to drop when we kind of want to drop it. Like to make an example for like the Batman day, like they didn't actually drop the stuff on Batman day. Maybe they're giving themselves a little more time to you know, decide what they want to do. I just, I, I do, I'm just kind of baffled. It is kind of weird that they're not talking about it. Um, and maybe they just want to start up their own buzz instead of, you know, t- like they can do that. I mean, once again, talking about the physical cons for those of you who haven't been there and who have, they have like the prime spot as well on the floor out of all yeah. of the different um, companies that are there. I mean, you walk right through the door. It's right there. It's huge. You can see the Funko logo from basically anywhere in the entire convention and they can have their own. I mean, quite frankly, I'm surprised Funko hasn't when life gets back to hundred percent normal. I wonder if they'll start having their own comic-con Disney yeah. has done it. Like they now don't even really send their big properties to the, the big cons. They just do their own convention and Funko could totally do it where you can go and you can just it obviously won't be as big, but you can have other people come. They could start talking uh, about, you know, things that are coming, lines that are coming, you know, it's the people who make the pops and they kind of just do their own thing. I, I just, yeah. I, it, it, not to go on. A I tangent, think they should. I, that's yeah. no, that's smart. I think they could totally, like, I think they could still be a part of these other cons, maybe just a lot less, like maybe more exclusive. Like they, they release seven or eight pops at yes. nycc and they're like this is what you're going to get through nycc it's going to be very hard to get it's going to be limited but that's fine that makes it like even more exciting as a collector to just try to get one of those super limited pieces and then do their own con which every year could be this huge thing like you said they'll do some drops but it can also be more related with like just funko and themselves and news and things that are coming out and whatever it is like they're totally big enough to do that like i mean it makes it totally makes sense. I mean, like if you said they were already that big of a, of a footprint in the actual NYCC, you know, convention itself, which is enormous and has all these other things going on, then yeah, they obviously could totally do that. But that also makes it, that makes you feel like, okay, if this first NYCC without them, like what is NYCC going to be like, like how crazy is it going to be? How, you know, like is someone else going to step up and be the next big, big thing or big vendor or whatever it is it makes you kind of like wonder because I'm sure, like you said, some people were only going to these conventions strictly to wait in those lines at Funko and they didn't really care about some of the other stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see like what happens with the actual convention. Like, unfortunately, neither of us are actually going, but I mean, I'm sure we know people will see and we'll hear about it in the coming weeks of like who was there. But I do know a lot of other collectors, other like YouTube pages and people that I follow who 
aren't going because, you know, they're still not as comfortable, you know, going around that many people and et cetera. So it's going to be interesting if it'll be even as I'm sure there's still going to be a lot of people. Like I'm sure it's still going to be that way because people want it to be normal and they want, you know, the world to be open back up again. But I think maybe it'll be affected. It may not be the same because one Funko's not there and two, because everything's still going on, obviously with the pandemic and stuff. So it's interesting it's an interesting thing, but the virtual con thing is what really gets me kind of like wondering like what the heck is going on with these pops because us as collectors, we need to figure out what's going on. And we hinted at that there was four reveals and even the way it was done, it was just so weird. So Funko (laughs) through their original Funko uh, Instagram page, they will usually go on. I, I don't know if it's the same day every week, but I know I see them sporadically. Yeah. And essentially what they do is they like unbox like a line that was just recently, you know, really hyped up and announced or something that just dropped. And what they'll do is they'll be on there and they're just on live streaming. I think through Instagram, through Facebook, like different places, they're like live streaming and they're just like take questions here and there. But at the same time, they'll show something off. And usually they'll show off like a line, like, oh, this is the new um, line of whatever it was. And I was it the same day that they did announce the, the gold line, the music ones? It was. They did it exactly it was, right? during that, which I thought was weird. I didn't expect. Yeah, so that's another I kind of dropped off. Even, yeah, I, I didn't even see it. I saw pictures, screenshots <laughs> from like, you know, Instagram pages, like this trackers and stuff dropping screenshots. And I'm like, oh, so during this, they must have showed this. But basically they were showing off another line or whatever and then they just were like these are some of the nycc pops and boom whatever so they showed four which is so weird they showed four they're very random they it's it's definitely not everything that's gonna drop i mean maybe it's everything that's gonna drop but it shouldn't be everything There's that's no gonna way. drop yeah because if you guys know about cons we're talking what 30 to 40 it's pops usually sodas. yes like Every drop, San Diego, especially for New York and San Diego, because even WonderCon and Emerald City, you're looking at 30 pops or so. Like, so there are usually that many that will drop on Funko on the day of, and then they'll all be split up to be shared with shared Walmart, retailers. Target, yeah. and all the big, you know, retailers. So this time, these four, I don't think there were any, sh- I don't think they were shared. I think they're just the Funko specific drops. I think I, don't, I didn't really see the sticker. I don't know how they look. I think they only showed the New York Comic Con sticker, which doesn't mean it's not going to be shared. They didn't really say yeah. one way or another. They didn't say. Okay. And so what was released was three pops and a soda. So if you guys haven't seen this, like we're going to describe them now, but definitely go take a look. Uh, but some of the lesser ones was uh, Tiamat, I think is how you say it, from Dungeons & Dragons. It was basically like a four or five headed dragon or something. I don't know much about Dungeons and Dragons. Obviously I know it's a big deal at some point in time. I didn't think it still was, but I do know Funko makes pops and they have them randomly. So that's obviously its own little fandom. It kind of makes sense to be at NYCC, I guess, because it's also another fandom type of thing, not just Funko. So that, I mean, that kind of makes sense. It looks cool. I know you said it looked cool. It looks cool. I mean, I don't play Dungeons and Dragons, but weirdly enough, it's actually just has gotten more popular than ever, especially I feel like even, during the pandemic um and Makes i think sense, though with yeah. Games, yeah and also i do feel like the line in general isn't that old it's just continuously growing but yeah. i do 
like for me, this I, I'm agreeing with you where you say this is a good one to drop at a con. Like it, it just yeah. it fits and it makes it seem a little more, you know, special. It's cool, yeah, but it, yeah. It's cool. If you know the line, maybe you know like this is a character or something that you wish did drop and it makes sense that it's dropping now as an exclusive at a at a con. So like obviously with the con exclusives, they're usually in one way or another, they're limited. They're not necessarily always sticker limited to like a very, very low piece count, but they're only available at the con or the retailer who's going to share it. But even that, I think is a little wishy-washy because I feel like some of them, they make so many of and they yeah. drop them at Target or whatever. So I guess there's a differences in, in, the, in the limiting of it. It just happens to be to the con. The other one that dropped was uh, Savant, which that's from Suicide Squad, right? Correct. That's who that character was, right? Yeah. Okay. So that that one, I know Suicide Squad dropped pretty much their entire line not too long ago. And I'm assuming this guy was one that they didn't have. I don't remember seeing him. I've seen the movie, so yeah. I recognize the character from the movie, but I don't think he originally They didn't. It. So what I've noticed they've done, because another one of the characters came out at the, the summer, the, what would have been the San Diego Comic-Con, um for those spoilers for those who haven't seen the movie but basically in the beginning there's two teams that go on a mission half of them die the other half are the ones who become the movie i feel like all the characters that died have been con exclusive pops which both like so that's they weren't part of the main line to me that is a great con like that's a great idea for a con pop in my opinion yeah, that's a, another thing. Same, same, same with like the Dungeons and Dragons. We both agree on the fact that like we get why it's a drop doesn't necessarily mean it's something that we go after or that we like personally. But if you're a fan of the movie, DC fan in general, it's a cool pop to have because it's going to be exclusive to this con. And if you have the rest of the line, like you said, because of the movie and you know what happens in the movie, it's a cool one. Uh, the soda that's going to drop is Bingo. Which is from the it's from Hannah's yeah oh, it's a, split it's, 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 like, it's a Hannah Barbera yeah but I think right? it's like it was a puppet type show I, I'm not very familiar with it it's way before time um, yeah but people seem to be going pretty nuts about this though I noticed on the Funko when you know people were dropping this image they were really excited for this one which I was surprised yeah about. which actually was the same way they reacted when they announced the other soda during the cartoon days the saturday cartoon drop that we spoke about last week they basically dropped another one from the same show cartoon whatever i don't even know exactly what it is but i know it was an elephant or something like a pink elephant or something in it it's another character from this so it's cool i'm a huge soda fanatic you know i have a ton of them if not the majority of at least one of the characters it looks cool. It's going to be exclusive. I think it's only like a 3000 piece. So it is a very low piece count. I don't know the character. Maybe I'll try to go after it. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm not like I need this really because I don't know it. If you do know it, let us know down below. You can comment on the, on the YouTube video. If you are a fan of this or you know about it, like you said, it's before our time. I mean, we're not the youngest two in the world, but (laughs) there are some pretty old things that, Funko will go back to and like yeah. reuse like even some of the cartoons uh I forgot what it was but one of the like underdog and that whole line of th- that's from like the 70s like 60s and 70s so it's still they're pretty old that they're bringing back into like you know Funko form but that was the soda that they dropped and then the last pop this one I know we both are super excited for 
this is something that I absolutely want to go after, and it's the Boba Fett. So I know you you hinted towards it earlier that it was going to be something that we'll talk about, and that is one of the ones that we saw as a drop, and it's the unmasked or unhelmeted version, yep. and it looks so sick. It looks just like him. It's a really, awesome. really cool one. So it's of like, him when you like his nomad version when you first see yep. him at the end of the first episode of season two of Mandalorian. I'm like yep. super. This is another one. Perfect con pop. Um, it's just funny. I got a little tipped off to it, which I know I had mentioned to you. It he's one of the pins that Walmart um had in their exclusive. And I was like, whoa, there's a pin of this, and there's not a pop. It's got to be coming in New York oh, Comic Con, wow, okay. um, which it is. Um, so I'm pretty. I need to get this one. I'm pretty. I'm hoping this is a retailer exclusive. Yeah, which. I have a feeling it's not going to be, but I, I, I think if it is, it'd be sick. I just, you're probably right. That's probably why they showed it during their, I think these, yeah, I think these four are going to be Funko shop ones. Now I'm hoping that's not the only Funko shop ones. Cause like I said, that would be the smallest, uh, you know, which star Wars was. I know. Cause last year I only wanted one pop from the con and it was a star Wars one and it was a show only. So it was only part of Funko, which Luckily, I, I was able to get on the second day. It was which uh, one was it? It was a double pack of Luke and Leia when they were like okay. training from Rise of Skywalker. Um, so maybe they're sticking with the Star well, Wars ones that way. Yeah, because what I was gonna say is one of the most valuable Mandalorian pops to date still is a New York City Comic Con drop. Yeah, I actually have that. Yeah, that My thing cousin is cousin waited in line for me and got that. So, so there you go. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, because that one was from two years ago. Yep. Right. When the con the last con that was open. So so it helps it also had separate kind of value in the sense of it was the last con they had until up until well, no, Funko's not gonna be at it this year, but it's the last one that they physically have been at. So I know that that's one that's like super hard to get. So maybe they stick with that and they always do have an exclusive. Um, but I did kind of want to see what do you think is maybe else what else is gonna drop because it's just really weird that in a day and age now where you everything gets spilt like you find out everything like there's there's some uh pages that we follow on instagram that we'll send each other things and we're like how the heck like how do they know about this and they'll be spot on and like it'll be real and i just think because of the way this con is going on is that that's why so much is under wraps but normally a month ahead of time, we see at least leaks or names or a screenshot of something. And this is the first time we didn't. So NYCC, I feel like usually has a type like with some of their drops. Like I know that they always have a freaking um, Dwight Schrute is like always a drop in, in a con. Yeah. There's always they'll, like they'll a, definitely be an office. Always pop. somebody from yep. the office. And it seems like it's always him. So like that's always one. Uh, we kind of talked about maybe a Star Wars Mandalorian type of thing. Boba is probably the one, but that's usually one. They always do some kind of cartoon. I know anime. There's got to be some kind of anime drop. There'll be I'm tons not, of anime. I, I Yeah, I I'm not huge on anime, but I know that they always make them. Um, I mostly used to watch Dragon Ball Z, so that's the bigger of the anime lines that I have. But there's always like One Piece, Naruto, you know, there's there's a chance. I'm pretty sure they're going to, especially in NYCC, there's probably going to be a drop of that. They do have their mascots. I did see something, I think, of those, which is a rat and the pigeon. They usually will yeah, drop which is stuff. Weird. So Even though, speaking of those, 
weirdly enough, you can get those not at the Funko booth there. They have like a New York Comic Con like official merchandise booth okay. and they sell them. Those are pretty easy to get. Like no one seems yeah, to want they don't them. Really hold value. Still, yeah. Um, I do think there'll be a Scott Pilgrim one. There normally seems to be Scott Pilgrim pops or sodas at the cons. I think yeah. Brian is a pretty big Scott Pilgrim fan, so they continue yeah. that line. Um I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. He's like obsessed with that. Um, I do think the last three cons have had um the Disney Three Musketeers with Goofy and Donald. Uh or, no, there was a Mickey and a Donald one have come out. I'm assuming Goofy is going to be coming out at this con. They're missing one. It just seems like that has to be coming. I do yeah. think we were talking before. I'm going to bet money. The Watcher is one of them. I mean, there's going to have that to be, be Marvel sick. ones. I'm trying to think of anything that's big that maybe I'm trying to think if there's any characters that we haven't seen from any of the Disney Plus shows that they could really make. I think of of like actual shows, I think the Watcher would make the most sense. I think that like is very right now. It makes sense to like drop something like that. Knowing Funko, they're probably going to recycle somebody else and drop yeah. another version of, you know, Captain America or somebody different like that. I, cause even in the San Diego Comic-Con, they dropped the Cap Wolf, which is kind of random, random. and out of nowhere. So like they probably would do something similar to that. Who knows? Um, I think, they should have some Marvel. I think Marvel would be a, a good one. I think some, maybe something new in the DC world would be nice. I, I would love to see something very, very limited, like even a Freddy. Like, I mean, I know we saw, I sent you a screen. Uh, uh, there was a screenshot taken of the desk. I might've been during that same conversation. Where I, they I think announced it was. These. Yeah. And they didn't show it, but it was like a small little piece where you can see what looked like, what looked like a glow in the dark or like a that like translucent style glow in the dark of a freddy funko because he had the crown on it was sideways you see like the back so you have no idea who what freddy it is but i think a freddy it makes sense to have a yeah, freddy we'll, we'll, we'll at, definitely at a get a freddy. so we'll get something it's probably gonna be very limited probably super hard to get so it's just it's just interesting because I don't, we don't know. We're so in the dark when it comes to this. Like we, we talked about this last, you know, for the whole past week, basically at the end of last week, when we were talking about, all right, we're going to do episode four. Like, what are some things we want to talk about? And both of us were like the con, like it has to be the con, you know, New York comic con is going to be coming up. They're going to announce all these drops. We're going <laughs> to go crazy with news. It's going to spill into the con news and it'll be so easy. And then we got nothing up until like two days ago or whatever it was. It was very recent that they announced those four random ones that are going to be part of it. And that was it. And they've been so hush about it because people would ask some questions. They're like, oh, it's coming soon. October. It's coming in October. And you're like, bro, the con is October 7th. That gives you six days to like tell us what in the world is going on. And now because there's no lottery stuff yet, I feel like it's just going to be a crap show. I think they're just going to show what's, what's dropping like Wednesday or something. And maybe we'll get some people who find it Tuesday and original Funko officially announce it Wednesday. And then Thursday is going to be the drop. And I feel I mean, like we're going to have to get on and just try to buy and have no idea what's going on. Part of me is wondering if they've been testing this new queue system for the con and they're just going to let everyone have a chance, which I would love. Like, 
I don't yeah. like that. I need to hope I get randomly selected in the lottery when this is definitely one of their most popular lotteries of people wanting to opt into it. Yep. I, I agree with that because the lottery system, like, even though you said like it's better than being at the place, whatever, it's still, it, it's tough because it's only, I, I don't know if there's an actual number, but it's only allotted to a certain amount of people. And then after that, you you're kind of stuck and then you have to go on. And anyways, you're going on with the general public and trying to get it the next day. The only problem is now you're just doing it with less pops probably available. So if it's just everyone general public, then yeah, that's how I've been doing all these virtual cons anyways, because I've never gotten the lottery. So I don't mind that if it's through this new queue system, I also don't mind that because that does help with bots. Hopefully it helps whatever. And even at that point, I don't think it's getting all the bots out, but I think that's maybe why they're doing it, but just give us like a better actual system, like show us the timing or how many people, even like, I know with, I don't know if you got any of these, but not to get off on a tangent with like this, but NFTs, when they dropped the Funko NFTs, the first time forgot what the job, the Ninja Turtle one, I actually went in because I wanted to see how it was or whatever. And did you or no? I didn't because I was just like, I don't need to get into this. Yeah, I I don't want to. I'm not going to want to again. But I'm glad that I did that first one because it was like a queue system. And what happened was it told you how many people were ahead of you. So you would jump in and it would give you like a little bar. And it was like you have 3000 people in front of you. And then that number would literally not by one, but it would go down. Now you have 2000. Now you have 800 and you just knew where you sat in that line. It wasn't like five minutes and then 40 minutes and then one minute. And that's where I think is what's getting people like turned off in the sense of like that this could be an actual good system that we can use. But it's interesting to say, like, I think maybe that's what's going to happen. And if that's the case, we're going to be up for it because this is going to be the first time that this has happened and we're going to have to adjust because it it just makes seems like it makes sense that that's what's going to happen because they haven't given out a lot yeah. of everything. And like I said, it's usually a week ahead that, you know, so it, there's going to be very big. So stay tuned this week to all the big news, Instagram pages, which, which have to do with Funko because they're probably going to drop stuff before the original Funko actual page. They totally does. So yeah, they take so, forever. We're going to be definitely all over this. I mean, we're going to talk about this next episode for sure, because at least we'll know what's going on and how the cons went. Hopefully we got stuff that we were able to, to grab, but do you have anything else to kind of put towards like the virtual thing? I know that's kind of what we agree on in the sense of like, that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. That's probably what's going to happen. And part of me is like, maybe they're still deciding what, you know, pops and what things they want to be part of this con as weird as this may sound. I mean, because of the pandemic, movies have been delayed you know they may have had um i'm just thinking about this there could be a a pop that's coming out that is a major spoiler that's one thing i've liked about a lot of the you know comp pops like i keep saying they're special like they may have been an awesome moment from a movie that maybe the movie hasn't come out yet and they were supposed to Mm -hmm. and they're like oh my god can we release this? Do we need to, you know, I'll just use Disney. Do we need to ask Disney if we can put this one back? And they're like, oh, now we need to find out a new pop. Like, I wonder if they're struggling behind the scenes to maybe decide what they're releasing. And there has been less new movies that have come out, meaning maybe they need to, you know, pull from their archive of what do we yeah. want to make? I, I just think this is just going to be 
this is weird in general. Even though everything was canceled last year, they probably were all already being made. They already knew what they were doing, where this is a little different. Yeah, I I agree with that because I even think that that's been going on during this entire process of of this pandemic and everything and them having to drop stuff because the reason why I say that is because specifically with sodas, it happens a lot. A lot of sodas, you'll get a mix of the soda with the con sticker on the can wrapped in shrink wrap shipped out, which means that they knew that that was dropping. This is a con exclusive, blah, 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 et cetera. They do it with the Funko con exclusive or not the Funko shop exclusives. Like it's on the can, you know, it's theirs. They knew they were selling it. But there's a lot of them that have the sticker on the outside of the plastic, which only in my mind means that they decided to put it into a con afterwards or late or right before they shipped it out. And that's probably exactly like a, that's totally a reason, I'm sure, for some of the stuff not necessarily dropping or not knowing what to drop because it's like getting pushed up. To yeah. I think just because this one was also potentially going to be a physical one which is still going on. They just happen to not be a part of it is also a big wrench that, that they threw into like uh, how they're going to release this stuff. But it's, it's interesting, man. It's going to be crazy. And when you guys hear us next time, hopefully you guys had some luck with this con. Hopefully things dropped. I know usually it'll be Thursday. Friday is normally the retail drops. So, you know, best of luck if that's still the way that it works and you're able to go out physically to the store, whether it's that way, or you go onto the websites, usually like nine or whatever in the morning and try to get the shared exclusives or through Funko. But that's kind of going to be a nutty week for us. I'm sure we're going to be, we're going to be talking a lot because I'm yes. pretty sure there's going to be a lot of new stuff coming out in terms of news or what's going on in the next few days for sure. But with that being said, uh, we want to show our pops off here to end off the episode and this was a pretty, pretty good, a lot of stuff happened during this episode, but I really wanted to really get into like the whole con thing. And I think because of what's going on right now with NYCC and stuff, it's, it's, it's making things interesting for us, but we'll get into the pops now. So we're all each going to, if you, this is the first time listening at the end of our episodes, we show off one pop to you guys. If you're viewing on YouTube, you'll be able to physically see it, but we'll describe it ourselves. Why, why we're showing this pop, just something that's in our personal collection for whatever reason that we feel we really like it or sentimental, whatever. And Charlie, you can start yeah. off with yours. I'll go first. Mine is an Anakin Skywalker pop. Um, it's a Walgreens exclusive. This is f- his appearance from Revenge of the Sith. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I was just, I love this pop. They don't make a lot of him. Um, mm-hmm. It's mostly just, you know, Darth Vader pops. And like, I know we've talked about multiple yeah. times and, you know, in our podcast, they haven't made many from the prequels. So when this dropped, like I had to have this one and I just love the way it looks. And it actually is the only Anakin pop from this movie. There's one movie moment that actually was part of the smuggler's bounty but there's yep. no other Anakin pops from Revenge of the Sith. So I just really love this one because he's one of my favorite characters. Nice. And it's a Walgreens exclusive, yeah. which you don't see many of. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so it, was, cool. it was a random that that was a Walgreens exclusive. But at one point they were doing a lot of Star Wars ones. Yeah. All right. And then with mine. So I chose this one because, you know, everything with the con talk and everything like that this is not an nycc con but this is a san diego comic con so this is weiss which is a character from dragon ball super 
So this was a 2018, uh, and this has the actual official San Diego con, so it's not the shared uh, 2018 uh, con pop from San Diego. This pop is, so it's a metallic version. I have the normal standard one. This is a metallic version of him. This is actually the first pop I ever pulled, first like grail pop, big grail pop that I pulled in a mystery box. So it kind of has like a sentimental value to me because of that. I, I'm a pretty, I mean, I was a very big Dragon Ball Z fan. I would say like when I was younger, when it really was first coming out was when I was watching it. And ever since then, I'm not, not too big, but that was one of the initial lines of pops that got me into pops. I started getting some of the Dragon Ball Z ones. You can see them all back there and pulling it was cool because it was a Dragon Ball Z character, but it also was cool because it's like a, a little over a hundred dollars and it's kind of stuck around that range for a while. It was back maybe my second or third ever pop mix video. I was doing a mystery box through, I think like Chrono Toys. It was like one of those companies. And when I pulled it out, like I thought it was a normal pop because I have this one. It looks exactly the same, but he's metallic. And I was like, oh, wait, no, I think he's metallic. And I was like, oh, okay, San Diego Comic-Con. And like I said, I didn't know too much about cons or never been to them. And I was like, that's cool. And then I checked the value and it was like 120 bucks or whatever it was. And I was like, all right, that's really cool. And that was in the beginning when I'm just like really just barely getting pops. And like, you know, so it was cool. I've had it for so long. I'm not going to get rid of it just because of that. Like it's the first one I've had and it still has kept its value, but I figured, you know, talking about cons, that would be a really cool. And I don't have anything like official NYCC. I think I have like just shared stuff mostly, um, but nothing that is as, you know, valuable or as cool as this one, but that's my, my Weiss pop. You know, I think about Dragon Ball Z is pretty cool character. Uh, but yeah, that's mine for the pop that I wanted to show off, but all right, guys. So that's going to end this episode, episode four. Thank you guys so much for listening. A little bit longer episode because we really want to tap into this stuff that's going on at the convention. Super excited for episode five because I know we're going to wrap we're talking up about what it, yeah. actually went on <laughs> during this convention. So thank you to all you that have been listening to us. We've been getting a lot of support. I know we keep talking about this a lot with each other, just kind of seeing this this growing, whether it's on the YouTube side of things. If you're on the YouTube side of things, make sure that you are subscribed to our channel so that you guys can stay up to date with everything that we keep dropping for you guys. Follow all of our handles. Uh, you can see them here. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see uh, the at Collector Chatter and also our personal ones as well. You can follow them on Instagram. But if you are listening on the podcast, thank you guys so much for listening. And I know we really appreciate it. I don't know if you want to say anything to, to the fans too as well, Charlie, because it's it's been pretty cool this last few weeks. Yeah, we really, really appreciate it. The feedback has been great. And like I said, keep sharing with us, you know, ideas you have. I know we'll post some polls on Instagram, but please DM us, um, comment on the YouTube page, you know, talking about new york comic-con let us know what you think some of the exclusives should be um what you know what you're looking forward to and then if you do get some you know drop a drop us a line and tell us the ones you got and why you're excited for it and you know once again just thank you so much for the support we really appreciate it all right guys so that's gonna be it for episode four here collector chatter and we'll talk to you guys next time good luck with new york comic-con everybody take it easy yeah, good luck later guys